0: Hi, and welcome to The Commons at HBC, a podcast and virtual space for community, conversation, and connection brought to you by the Young Adult Ministry of Highland Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. I am your host, David Bannister, longtime member who's volunteered all over the church. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The concept is simple. We will meet with our guest, hear what's going on at the church, and discuss this past week's sermon. So let's get started. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Commons at HBC. I'm your host, David Bannister. And today with me, I have Alicia Fuller. Hey, Alicia, how's it going?
1: Hey, David. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you about the big news of the week, which everyone knows about. We hired a new pastor at Highland. Hooray!
1: Woo! This has been such a long time coming. I mean, we talked about me being on this podcast in like February.
0: Yep, yep. And we were waiting to have you on to cover the first sermon from Call Weekend. So, and we finally got to have it. So, uh, Alicia's here today. We're going to run through our regular questions that we always ask our guests, and then we're going to kind of talk and chat about how Call Weekend went. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, So, Alicia, how long have you been at HBC, and what brought you here?
1: Um, Well, my parents brought me. um, I started coming to Highland in 1997 when I was So at the time, I wasn't making too many decisions for myself. Um, But my parents brought me to Highland, and I've been there ever since.
0: Yeah. Um, And how do you like to spend your time?
1: Oh, man. Well, I feel like that answer would be Uh, probably really different if it wasn't still during COVID-19. So go ahead and
0: tell us what you would do before COVID, and then you can tell us what you've been
1: doing to cope with COVID. Yeah, so um, usually uh, I work full-time for the Louisville Free Public Library, and I'm a program coordinator, but my emphasis is with immigrants. So I do programming for immigrants um, and some other language programming, like before the library closed for the pandemic, I was doing Spanish, I was teaching Spanish once a week, and that was really fun. And I had um, two kind of English practice groups and then another one that was called English Conversation Club. So I had four programs a week before the library closed to the public. And um, that was keeping me nice and busy. But um, I also enjoy reading. Um, I've been reading a lot during quarantine times. I think I've read probably, more than 20 books since oh the world has been closed. Wow. Um, so that's really enjoyable for me. Um, I really like cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. I can't bake too many cookies during COVID because they're take at my house. And I want to <laughs> eat them. Usually I give them away. Usually I bake and I take things to work. I share with friends, but, um, during this time it's understandable that people don't want to do that as much. So, um, I've been baking probably less than I do usually, but I still love it. But cooking and baking, reading, walking.
0: Playing with the cats. Cats. Playing with
1: my cat. Yes. Very bad girl, but yes, she gets Mm -hmm. attention.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm so glad that you're able to be with us today. Normally, everyone that comes on the show, we would have a third question here about you, but. I'm going to pivot us and first off say, thank you so much for your work on pastor search. You were the co-chair, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, with Bob Cunningham. And mm-hmm. I just want you to maybe give us a short overview of, you know, w- how the weekend went down and, and what you thought about it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, this was uh, the culmination of a two year journey. Um, our first meeting was June 18th, 2018, which is later this week, which will be probably the day this podcast comes out. Um, but we have really been on this road for a long time. And, uh, we were so excited to present Mary Alice, uh, bird whistle as the candidate for pastor at Highland. And, um, I would say like there was definitely, I mean, we were so happy to bring Mary Alice, but it was virtual and it needed to be virtual for us to be safe, obviously. And I've, I'm totally in agreement with that, but there's still a loss there, you know, and I just want to name that. Um, cause it was definitely there for me. It wasn't at all like what we thought it was going to look like when we had mm-hmm. presented the plan to the church back in January. Um, so it was later than we thought it was going to be, it was virtual, but all of that ultimately didn't matter that much in the end because I thought that it went, um, Really well. I thought Mary Alice did a great job, just going with flow of the virtual call weekend, and our massive uh, technical difficulties on Sunday. Walter is a hero. Um, Shout out to Walter. Shout out to Mary Alice for just sitting on the pulpit, just waiting for things to be resolved, and still really bringing a good word to us. So um, overall, I thought it went really well, even though it wasn't what we had hoped for in an in-person call weekend.
0: Yeah, and there's this moment where the sound, we thought it was working, and she's standing at the pulpit, and I think Amy Pasiga posted this on her Facebook, where she puts her hands up like this, and then she realizes it wasn't working. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I felt, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I felt so bad for the the technology starting to fail, and then it came back up, and I'm like, oh, and then you realize the microphone in front of them's not working, and you're like, oh, no, it, but, you know, Walter figured Walter it out. Walter
1: persisted, Mary Alice, pers- I mean, ultimately, we all persisted. I mean, the staff and everyone, like, the search committee members that were present, we were in the sanctuary in the congregation, and we're like, oh, but <laughs> uh, ended up being fine.
0: <laughs> so so tell me about how, how do you think the... So I was privy to some of the meetings that happened. I know there was one meeting on Thursday night with the deacons and them. And then we had the congregational meetings on Friday and Saturday. What, how do you, how, what did you think of all the questions and how those went?
1: I thought it was good. Um, The committee tried to be intentional in coming up with the questions for the different sessions. We tried for their, there wasn't a theme for each session, um, which is one way that we could have gone, but we tried to just bring like a diverse body of questions, things that people might wanna hear uh, from Mary Alice about. Um, Of course, those things we had fleshed out with her in the interview process. Um, When we went to visit her in Waco back in February, uh, we talked for five hours. So, um, and it just it just kind of flew by. Um, There was so much energy in that conversation. We could have kept going, but it was like it's nine thirty. She has to preach tomorrow. Like we should let her go home, you know. Um, But there was just so much energy in that conversation, and I think that she brought a good energy to the congregational uh, conversations as well via Zoom. And it's kind of hard to bring the energy on Zoom, but I thought she did a great job. Um, I really appreciated the questions from the congregation. I thought that that worked really well, um, how we were able to set that up. And um, I liked the kinds of things that people brought up. I, I mean, it was like, well, this person has a question, but you never knew what they're going to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which on one hand, I was like, but it was always fine. So, well, and, I,
0: and I always found it kind of interesting. We had like, some of our church members had group think going where it was like, someone was asking a question and someone basically had a follow-up similar question mm-hmm. already in mind, which I know it happened to me when I asked a question yeah. in the last session so
1: and she's such a storyteller too so I think that that her her way of answering people's questions and telling stories I think that that would make a lot of people just in their mind kind of um, think along the same lines about things so mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, And I found out, you know, through this, through the weekend that I'm pretty sure Mary Alice is our most loyal podcast listener. So, hey, Reverend Mary Alice, we're so happy we have you.
1: (laughs) Shout out. She has been enjoying it. um, And I'm so glad that she was able to do that even before she was announced to the world. So, um, I think that was just really a special way for her to learn about everyone and hear from everyone um, in this time where we're distant. Mm So. That was just a special gift, I think.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we will go ahead and leave it there. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And Aaron Phelps is going to give us a rundown on what's going on with the newsletter this week.
2: All right, Highland community, we have a few different announcements that came from this week's newsletter. Of course, if you want any clarity, you can always check back in the newsletter for more info. First, uh, in some cool news, especially related to some young adults, this week is Highland's Pride Celebration and Worship. So check out this week's service and you will see a liturgy crafted by Lillian Glover and the sermon given by Reverend John Russell Stanger, both of whom are young adults in our community. This will be very exciting. The Pride Service is always really awesome. Um, also, if you would like to purchase a $10 Black Lives Matter yard sign that was made by a local Black-owned business, The Logo Warehouse, you can contact Lauren Jones Mayfield to make that happen. Um, she's made an order through Highland of 50, so plenty uh, to go around. Mark your calendars. This is just a little something to think ahead about. Highland Community Ministry is going to have a curbside food drive on July 19th. So this is a great safe way to support the community with donations of dry goods and hygiene items offered in a socially distant way. Highland is also working on researching the best ways to consider meeting in person again. This is very exciting news. Um, So just want to say a little thank you. There are two groups, the attendance group and logistics group, who are helping to figure out what the future might look like to keep us all healthy in the pews. In recognition of pride, Highland invites the LGBTQ community members to offer devotional or reflection videos that would be shared at 10 a.m. on Facebook starting next Monday, June 22nd, and those will go on through Friday, June 26th. The videos don't have to be long, 15 minutes or less, and Perry will happily help those interested in contributing. So email Perry at hbclouisville.org if you are part of the LGBTQ community and would like to help out with that, and he'll go over submission guidelines and a framework. Finally, have you heard? Of course you have! Highland called a new pastor! So many congrats once again to Mary Alice Bird Whistle. We are so excited about the results of last weekend's call. That's all for this week. Thanks a lot, Highland.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Aaron, for those updates. So now we're gonna discuss the sermon. And this weekend our proclaimer, of course, was Reverend Mary Alice Birdwhistle. And the gospel lesson was Matthew 9, 35 through Matthew 10, 8. And the title of the sermon was beyond our wildest dreams and so alicia kick it off what do you think where are we going
1: yeah um i just want to mention first like something from our search process um to many members of the committee it was really important that we have a great proclaimer um our current staff at highland are really good preachers, and we're like gosh like We need a really good preacher as the as the pastor. Um so that was something that we really kept in mind through the search process. Um one thing I love about Mary Alice's preaching is her 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 style, her storytelling that she brings in, um the literature and contemporary writers that she brings in, um, to her to her storytelling and how she kind of weaves that together. It really it it just flows really well for me and I find it really easy to pay attention to her. And I find that the time has gone by so quickly in preparation today. I listened to the sermon again and I was like, Oh, it's already over. I mean, it was probably more than 20 minutes, but I just, I felt like I, I was just listening and I blinked and it was over. So um, mm-hmm. I just really love that about Mary Alice's style of preaching. But um, from her, from this sermon specifically, um, I kind of felt like I was having a new Listening of the story of Sarah and Abraham, um, how Mary Alice pointed out some things that were inherent in the writing of the Bible—that it was Sarah's fault that she wasn't able to have children, um, that her womb was inhospitable, and stuff like that. Um, so, and for some reason, Sarah's age uh, stuck out to me—having a baby at ninety. I mean, right. one third of that age. I don't have a baby, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think that that some aspects of the story really. Stuck out to me anew um, and Mary Alice mm-hmm. was in Mary Alice's telling and 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 her preaching.
0: Yeah, and you know she starts off um, taking us to Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and through the looking glass and talking about looking in a mirror and the the farther you get from something, the closer you're going towards it. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and I think her. The first real thing that kind of was like where is she going with this if you know talking about believing in impossible things and then she leads us into the story of Sarah and Abraham being told they're going to have a kid and yeah impossible things coming true and it's just you know it's heartbreaking to think about like and she sets it up so well of how long Sarah's been waiting for this mm. and the pain that must come around not being able to have a kid and all of that. And, and, and she, she breaks it into Sarah laughing. And I, I don't know that I've ever paid enough attention to Sarah's reaction there. Cause I think I'm always heartbroken by the time I get to that point.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what I mean when I say Like that aspect too, makes me feel like it was a new, a new hearing a a new telling of that, of that story for me personally. Of course, at a time where fertility issues are so common um, Mm -hmm. and so deeply devastating to the folks that are experiencing that, Um, I guess to find something so relevant Mm -hmm. to our real lives um, from the Bible, it's important to remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, this kind of leads us into this question she sets up that she revisits through the whole sermon, and that is, is anything too wonderful for the Lord? Um, You wanted to talk about next the Mary Oliver quote she relates in the Middle-ish, right? She brings that up.
1: Yeah, we can, we can talk about that. Um, I, I hadn't heard that quote before. Um, well I had, I'd heard it in Mary Alice's sermon on Friday. Um, but <laughs> before that, I hadn't heard the, the quote, the, let me keep my distance always from those that think they have all the answers. Mm. Um, yeah, I've, I have continued to think about that. Um, since I've heard those words over the weekend and I don't know. It's not, it's not fully fleshed out yet. I'm still marinating on it. Um, but to me, that's a good sermon. I'm still thinking about it. So remember it. I'm still thinking about it um, mm-hmm. a couple of days later. So. Yeah, well, it's,
0: and it's one of those things though, that like, it's one of those things that led me to Highland, right? Like mm-hmm. I, when I was looking for a church or a place, I was not looking for a place to give me answers.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and that is, I think, something that really sets our church apart from more conservative Baptist churches, and even beyond that. Like, we all know those pastors that say they know that the Lord is, Jesus is coming back on this day and this hour, and, you know, I just, it makes me roll my eyes, and it's like, you know, the Catholics who've been around even hundreds of years longer haven't even figured this out yet. So like, (laughs) this is why it's called a mystery.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I think that that is a strength of Highland as a congregation that we do lean into the mystery of of things that we don't know everything that the Bible isn't inerrant that we don't have all the answers. Um, So that was that quote just was so spot on about the nature of who we are as a congregation. Um, I think that we are good at questioning because we don't know all the answers we're therefore good at asking the questions and wrestling with with that so um i i think that your story is um common in the congregation at highland that folks have sought that out and appreciate that fact about who we are
0: yeah not all of us get brought to the church as a kid and get to stay there forever
1: come on i'm one of i mean (laughs) one of the only young adults that's really active that has had that that background there's a small crowd of us so
0: there is um, there's a good there's a good little group of you
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah well we need we need everyone we can get in this work so
1: so true I think the the last thing I want to say about um Mary Alice's sermon is kind of her speaking to the tension of the question that you brought up, is anything too wonderful for the Lord? When she brought that up kind of midway through the sermon and named the tension of that reality, is anything too wonderful for the Lord with, but the police are murdering black and Brown people. Mm -hmm. That's just such a heavy, um, horrific reality in uh, the United States (laughs) uh, in Louisville, Kentucky with, Brianna Taylor um so I felt like that was good like yeah I mean this is one of many things that is happening that is a major tension when you think is anything too wonderful for the Lord you think yeah um that mm-hmm. and I think that um her naming that was really really important
0: yeah and she she goes so far to say and I totally relate to this and give an anecdote but like words are offensive to those who've prayed for these things and it's not happened. So Mm. she calls this back to, um, to Sarah and how long she's waited to have a child. And then in my own life, it makes me think of when I was in my motorcycle accident years ago and dealing with my, uh, concussion that I had, like I could not see the end of it. You know, I, I, all I knew was Pain and strife, and the doctor saying, "Eventually, it's just going to disappear. Eventually," and they don't—they don't have time, like they don't have measurements because every concussion's different. And you know, I can't imagine the the pain that I've heard our black and brown siblings discuss when a police shooting happens and they hear another they add another name to that list and how you know this this felt like a moment to call us back to Jim's sermon last week where it's like in these moments where either us or the person we love is struggling to have that hope and to hold their faith it's it's our role to hold it for them until the until they can pick it back up.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe Mary Alice listened to Jim. <laughs> maybe she just brought up that uh, similar related point in her own way. hmm
0: Yeah, I do love how she ended the sermon though, um, and she took us you know through through the looking glass and you know talked about what it what it could look like with her as our pastor what 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 we can achieve but also leaving a huge gap in there and stating that you know we don't know what god has in store like our wildest dreams for her for our church for ourselves like they might only be half wild enough for God. And, you know, I, we, we left and we voted her in on Sunday and all I could feel is hope and gratitude for, you know, all of the work that brought us to this one point to, to hire her. And, you know, I'm just so excited.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely still uh, living into my newfound free time. Um, I mean, the pastor search process was uh, I look back and I think that, that it was a good process. Um it wasn't really like laid out for us. It was we figured it out along the way. Um so I feel gratitude for the integrity that we had in the process. Um and I'm so thankful to Bob Cunningham, the chair of the committee. Um I feel like I feel like he and I were a really good team. Um, and the committee as a whole, who was very committed to doing the work and to doing it right. And um, I'm so thankful that we're gonna be bringing Mary Alice to Highland here probably late in the summer. So um, we all have that to look forward to. Um, I will say one more thing, kind of like there were questions of, is she the senior pastor, is she the pastor? Um, Mary Alice's role is pastor. Um, For some, that might be surprising because formerly we had the role of senior pastor, and she is a senior pastor at her current church, Calvary Baptist. Um, But during the interim, the staff have um, really blossomed more publicly into um, their roles and the tasks that they fulfill within the church. And one th- one analogy that we used during the search process was Mount Rushmore. The staff are the faces of Mount Rushmore. You know, it's not the one person that is a face of Highland Baptist Church. It's everyone. Um, so I think that that's been a helpful way for me to think about it and think about like what uh, Mary Alice's role is in fitting in with the rest of the staff. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I saw at some point there was a language shift and I don't know that I even realized it until I realized it and yeah but no I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because um, yeah I'm sure people might have been a little confused about that it's not it's not a demotion or anything but it's just a change in the architecture of how the staff works
1: yes exactly and the staff is such a great team um, they really work well together um, I think Mary Alice's strong listening and communication skills are only going to make that even better. Um, so a way to describe her role, they're still not Rushmore, but a way to describe her role would be the first among equals. Um, so when we were talking about like leadership models, people were like, where does the, like who makes a final decision that can still be Mary Alice, but I think it'll be her with the staff really heavily giving input. So right. looking for. Um, I'm looking forward to us all being able to be together again, whenever that may be.
0: Yep. And at the end of the day, you know, we are, you know, Mary Alice will be that, that, that first person you may ask a question to, to the staff, but we're still congregational and all those things flow back and forth. So,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today alicia i'm glad that we finally were able to get you and i will have you back on this show again for some reason <laughs> you know i'm sure you're going to take a sabbatical and not do anything church related for a while since you've been doing this for two and a half years you've basically served on a ministry group now <laughs> a well, whole I term. Was on
1: the young adult ministry group which bless uh, rebecca and lauren and other young adult men ministry group members because i was like we have interviews. I can't be there. Oh, we have this. I can't. So I feel like mm-hmm. I was delinquent for at least the past year. But um, they were very gracious. So
0: yeah. Well, we're we're we. Young adults are definitely making it. You know, uh, this podcast is is geared towards them. And I, I, you know, I still just don't know who's listening out there. No one gives me feedback. So. If you're listening, like I see the numbers and I know people are listening, like send, send your boy a message and let him know what's going on, um, especially if you would like to join me and talk over a sermon. I would love to have some more names. Um, I have been proposed a few people that I need to reach out to that people have given me names, but I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to be a part of this, I'd love to have you on there.
1: An important note is that we are not in the same place. We are doing this over Zoom, so it's safe. You're not going to get the Mm -hmm. Rona. Just give David your name and go ahead and get on the podcast.
0: Yeah, yep. We do this over Zoom. So, you know, we can see each other and we can chat about it. And then I turn this into a fabulous podcast. So, um, yeah, reach out to me on Facebook or, you know, you can email me. Um, You can look me up in the church directory. Um. yeah, and talk to a minister. They'll give you my info, whatever.
1: I like you how can... you think millennials have a church directory. I mean, I do, but that's because.
0: <laughs> well, if you have, if you know how to get to, you know, if you're, if you know what Shelby next, see, there we go. Not, even, not everyone's even going to have access to Shelby next, whatever. But yeah, you find a way to get my info. You yeah, know who I, I am. Yes. So, all right. Uh, Thank you again, Alicia, and everybody have a great week.